Well, it's another Monday morning. Happy Monday, everyone listening. Welcome to Good Morning Suffolk, the weekly podcast from Suffolk News. I'm Sam Harrison. And I am Cameron Reed. Cameron, yeah. we're back. We back, baby. <laughs> we back. How, how's your week going so far? Um, poor. Yeah, again, just stressful, man. Stressful. I mean, just, just things going on. I don't like it. I like to get, you know, get home at the end of my shift, just, you know, and do a bit of work, but also have time to wind down and then go again the next day. But it's been a bit more full on than normal recently. What about you? Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. I think, um, like I say, getting back into the swing of work yeah, is true. always. Did you go to Paris? Was it Paris? Yeah, it was Paris. Oh, it was Paris. Yeah, you know, it's understandable. You forgot where I went, <laughs> so. Um, but no, um, it's it's going okay. Yeah, lots lots to do. We're, oh, we're, we're very busy. The life of a journalist. It's not easy, is it? No. But um, but you know, we hope everyone listening can um, enjoy the the Monday. Maybe you're walking to work, or mm. maybe you're you know doing some chores around the house. Mm. We're in your earplugs. We're in your you know out loud in the car. Maybe <laughs> who knows? But um, we hope you're having a good time and. Um, Last week's question got a response on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is surprising because um, people don't normally respond to our questions, Cameron. Mm, I know. Yeah. I know. What's going on? <sighs> but um, Josh Huggard from Fetford mm. said that cashew nuts Ooh. were his underrated food item, Ooh. which I thought was interesting. Kind of similar to yeah, my yeah. salad topper. Yeah. But um, no love for the flapjack in the <sighs> comments. It's all right. I can understand. Yeah. Because they are underrated, so people will just, you know... That's the thing. That's what it's all about. But cashew nuts, I get. I get. I'm not a fan of nuts, to be honest, but I get it. I do get them. Of, of, all, of all the nuts, I like peanuts, I think. See, I can't comment. I can't comment. No? No, I'm just not a nuts guy. You're not so a nuts I, guy? I, I, can, I can't add a valuable opinion here to this, this conversation. <laughs> That's fine. Well, <laughs> stick around, everyone, because we will be asking another question at the end of this mm. week's episode. Yeah. We've got some great events yeah. coming up. We've got some stories... I've got a very exciting recommendation, which Ooh. I've been teasing Cameron about, but I will um, I will share at the mm. end. But first things first, we have a guest on the show, Cameron. Ooh. We have a guest. Actor Joe Castleton is um, preparing to set off on tour for the play Abigail's Party, which is kicking off in March. Um, yeah, and I managed to chat with Joe like during, I think she was like doing rehearsals and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, I started off the conversation by asking her how she got started in acting. Oh, gosh. Um, well, I was really lucky. I was brought up in uh, Croydon, <laughs> which might not sound lucky to some, but no. Uh, and um, it was we had a brilliant youth theatre, Croydon Youth Theatre organisation. And uh, we would put on four plays every sort of term. Three would be scripted and one would be a sort of review for So you auditioned for the three scripted plays and if not, you were always in the review. So we had a lot of opportunities and we did some amazing plays back then, actually. All sorts of things. Shakespeare, Alan Aitbourne, I don't know, umpteen different shows. I did a degree in performance art, um, so not the kind of traditional drama school route. Uh, and then just started jobbing along after that. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and tell me about this new play, um, Abigail's Party. So how, how did that come about? So um, uh, the project producers are London Classic Theatre and I worked for them last year doing a tour of Boeing Boeing, which was great fun. And then they they picked Abigail's Party this year for their big tour. Um, and it, they always do like a, a classic play. And of course, Abigail's Party is a real classic, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. 
apparently it's the most one of the most performed plays both by professional and amateur companies wow. and yeah i didn't know that and um i think as well i i certainly do remember back in um when it was play for today uh, and it was i didn't realize that it was really popular because um at the time uh, there was a massive storm going on on the night that it was on bbc one plus itv were on strike and bbc two wasn't very interesting apparently so mm. it was like a huge amount of people weren't going out so they just sat down watched play for today and i think it that just meant so many people it became part of um what can i say just like classic really yeah absolutely and and then with with that you're playing this um classic character as well what is it like getting on stage and playing um is it susan yes i'm playing susan and she's the mum of the sort of infamous abigail from the play's title you never meet abigail she's just having her teenage party in my house and i've sort of been thrown out and Beverly, my neighbour, has offered me uh, the kind of olive branch of coming in for a, a drink whilst the party goes on. Um, I, when I had a party, my mum and dad never left the house. So anyway, poor Sue's been <laughs> sent off. And yeah. she's very middle class. And she's very polite. She doesn't like to say no. And she sort of ends up at this most awkward drinks party that descends into mayhem. And I think she'd really rather be somewhere else she's definitely only the only person on stage who doesn't really want to be there i think yeah yeah oh they're fantastic it sounds so exciting so so when is when is the tour starting so we open next wednesday in winchester and mm -hmm. then we tour all over the uk and we're going to ireland so we're touring until the end of july so we're coming up to lowestoft uh, yeah. beginning of march and we're also going to Barry St edmunds at the end of june I think 27th of June, no, 27th of June to the 1st of July, Bury St. Edmunds, and yeah, Lowestoft, which I, I haven't been to for a few years. So I'm really excited to come back to the Marina Theatre. Yeah, I think it's, you know, a, a lot of people still remember the play. Um, and even if you don't know the play, it's it's something that everyone can connect to because we've all been in those awful situations. It, it is a sort of reflection, a bit of class and taste and what we all aspire to and wish we were. Uh, and yes, it's one of those parties that just goes wrong. And there we go. Thank you so much, Joe, for um, coming onto the podcast. It was really nice to um, to meet and chat with you. Yeah, big up, Joe. And as she said, the production of Abigail's Party will be coming to the Marina Theatre in Lowestoft, March the 7th and the 8th, and then also the Theatre Royal in Bray St Edmunds from June 27th to July the 1st. To book your tickets, visit theatreroyal.org and also marinatheatre.co.uk. Yeah, thanks again, Joe, for coming on to Good Morning Suffolk. And, you know, fingers crossed the tour goes well. It yeah. sounds, sounds like good fun. Um, right, Cameron, so what what we got next up in, in the podcast, eh? A very heartwarming. Very heartwarming. Very heartwarming story. Um, so a terminally ill single mum from Barry St. Edmunds, uh, she married her platonic best friend on Valentine's Day after signing she didn't want to die without having a wedding day. So Kerry Kentworthy, who is 34 years old, confided in her best friend, Sean Higgins, about leaving her children behind and never wearing a wedding dress. And sadly, she only has 12 to 18 months to live. Yeah, yeah, this is, um, you know, the following day, um, 
Jean proposed to her best pal of 10 years, and the pair of them set about planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, Jean even held a hen party the weekend before the special day, um, during which they had an afternoon tea with a group of close friends. Mm-hmm. And then on Valentine's Day, the two friends were married mm-hmm. at an eco hub in Cambridge, um, you know, with all the children and family all around them, which is lovely. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so yeah. Back in September 2021 was when Kerry was diagnosed with cervical cancer uh, after a smear found abdominal cells after two months of... Did I say abdominal? Abnormal cells. Abnormal. After two months of chemotherapy and radiotherapy, she was given the all clear. However, in November 2022, Kerry felt extreme chest pains and doctors at Bedford's Hospital quickly found the cancer had actually spread to her spine, which left no treatment options. And Kerry, he was a mum to Lily, Mia and Violet, so three young girls, said, I was shocked. I thought I'd beaten it. I still had so much to do. And the doctor said I just had 12 to 18 months left. I wouldn't see my kids get married or even myself. I wanted that special day I'd heard so much about. And to wear the dress and be the bride, I wanted a day of fairy tales. Yeah, yeah. And after the wedding, she said, you know, I may not have married a man, but I did marry someone I love. Um, Sean promised to look after my daughters in her vows, and I could never ask for a better friend, and now my wife. And then um, Sean added, Kerry deserved to have a special day, and I wanted to help her. My husband was so supportive, and even helped me with my tie for the mm. day. He was my best best man, and I got to marry my best friend as well. Oh, that's very nice. And yeah. now, well, the friends are now actually hoping to go on a honeymoon, to celebrate the marriage and they have a, a GoFundMe page as well. So if you do want to donate to Kerry and her three daughters, search for Making Memories and the Girl's Future on GoFundMe. More than £10,000 has already been raised so far, which is just incredible. Yeah, incredible. no, that's great. A lovely story. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're wishing them all the best. Absolutely. Um, next up, Cameron, mm. we've got some, some, you know, interesting news about this... Um, McDonald's and Costa. Yeah. yeah. So, multi-million plans for a drive-through McDonald's and Costa in Bury St Edmunds look set to be approved despite concerns over potential antisocial behaviour and traffic. The proposals at Suffolk Business Park in General Castle Way also go against the development plan and as a result will be discussed by West Suffolk Council's Development Control Committee. Last year, applicant for Church Manor Estates Company said the £6 million development was the first phase of a leisure quarter on the 57-acre park next to the A14 and would generate around 135 new full and part-time jobs. Oof. However, Rushbrook with Rotham Parish Council objected to the plans due to fears over increased traffic and associated noise close to a residential area. It said the proposal would introduce a town centre use in a countryside location and went against planning policy. The council felt that the development would attract antisocial behaviour, including littering, noise, violence and vehicle nuisance, as experienced at the McDonald's drive-thru in Stowmarket. It also feared a further increase in antisocial vehicle use in Skyline Way, Lady Miriam Way and Rotham Tower Avenue. Yeah, yeah. So in a West Suffolk Council report, case officer Joanne Rasmussen, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, Mm. said the nearest home was about 149 metres from the site, and given background noise from the A14 and it being within a business park, 
it was not considered the proposal would result in a significant detrimental impact on residents. Suffolk Police did not object and recommended a number of conditions to reduce antisocial behaviour. And also Suffolk Highways did not um, object and said the on-site drive-through approach um, road for the McDonald's appeared long enough to migrate um, against on-carriage queuing. So... Yeah, it's all, it's, it seems like it's all going forward. Plans will be discussed by West Suffolk Council very soon. Mm. So we'll have to see what happens with the McDonald's yeah. and Costa. It's all, um, it's all quite exciting, really. It really is. We'll have to see what happens. All right, Cameron, let's, um, let's get into some events, shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, so um, first up, we've got Stowmarket Climate Month. So, um, Stowmarket Eco Future Group has organised Climate Month during March to raise awareness what households can do to reduce their carbon footprints in line with Suffolk's net zero ambitions. Um, I actually went down to a launch event, it was very nice to see um, Cherie and the gang. And um, this launch event is going to introduce four pay-as-you-can events at the John Peel Centre for Creative Arts Ooh. in Churchwalk Stowmarket. So, on Sunday the 5th of March, um, that is this coming Sunday. There are two free drawing events at St. Peter's Hall where children can draw their own manga character. And there are also two films being screened at 4pm and 7pm. Um, then on Friday the 10th of March, Friday the 17th of March and Friday the 24th of March, there's some really fascinating Q&A sessions happening and it's all about the small changes you can make to support your local environment, you know? And um, there's amazing speakers like John Hall from Pace and um, Professor Rupert Reed from the UEA. So all tickets are pay as you can and they're ranging from three pounds to 10 pounds. And you can find further information on www.johnpeelcenter.com. So not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> we'll take that. And now moving on to our, our second event. A little bit a little bit niche again, but we like it. Um, the Shuffle Social. It's a bit of a, a bit of a word for that, but uh, the Shuffle Show. Blah, 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 blah. There you go. <laughs> the Shuffle Social. That's it. It's a great opportunity to meet new friends and people who love board games. Actually, so if you're new to the area or maybe you're looking for a friendly group to join in with a, a game or two, the Shuffle Social could be perfect for you. That is gonna be my nightmares from now on. Um, so yeah, every Wednesday evening, the Basic Edmunds shop puts some tables aside. Um, as open tables, which means anyone can come along and sort of mingle and you know get to know people, I think. And so the staff actually help teach you games from the library, and there's over 430 games. So wow. it's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Um, or you're actually welcome to bring along your own games. Um, so the choice is yours. And um, to learn more, just go on Facebook and search for The Shuffle Social. The Bam. Shuffle Social, very good. Okay. And then, yes, 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 it is Very Sound Heat 1, as there I mentioned. Go. Last week, you know, I am very excited for this, and it's just around the corner. So, the heat, heat, first heat of Berry Sound 2023 is happening on Friday at the Hunter Club in Berry St Edmunds. So, Ooh. this heat is going to see Angel Kid, Anorak, the Dutch House, Evie, and the Red Flag mm. perform from 6 p.m. And special guest headliners are the wonderful Amethyst, which are just—they're just fantastic. They're really good dream pop, amazing band. And I'm really looking forward to it. Tickets are five pounds, which can be purpose, um, per purchased on <laughs> what's on westsuffolk.co.uk. And like I said last week, if you see me down there, say hello. I'm looking forward to um, 
to going down to each of the heats is going to be good fun. But guys, did we miss anything? Have you got an upcoming event you'd like us to promote? Get in touch. Send an email to gmspodcast at isleofpublishing.co.uk. Smashing. There we go. Cameron. So what is our question this week, my friend? Yeah, it's... um... I wouldn't say interesting, but it's a little bit different. Okay. It's a little bit different. Yeah. So, if you are a married person, what was the most difficult part about your wedding? What was the most difficult part of your wedding? Mm. But if you are an unmarried person, so you've not re- reached that stage of your life yet, what are you most dreading about your wedding when it comes up? I don't know, you know, the nice part about it. I don't know you're looking forward to the balloons or whatever. Or that might be something you're dreading, actually. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe my God. Me. So yeah, two sort of a part of there, two part of there, and uh, yeah. let me know, guys. Let me know. Yeah, yeah I, I can't even imagine. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's some particularly like too in the um, in the future for me mm-hmm. at the minute. So mm-hmm. I'm not really thinking about but, my wedding day. But, but in the future, who knows? Who knows? I feel like it's a stressful thing to sort out. Oh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's supposed to be the best day of your life, but you spend. You know, months and months, like, stressing about it. It's crazy. As long as it's not raining, I think I'll take yeah. it, to be honest. Yeah, there's some there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, and the recommendation this week. There we go. I, I've hyped this up a little bit for Cameron, mm. and I apologise. if You're, you're going to think it's what it's not very it's good now. It's going to flop now. Yeah. It? It's called, it's an app, right. and it's called Fantasy Hike. You heard of this? No idea. Oh, have you got an iPhone? Yeah. You'll need to, anyone, it might be available on Android as well, but I'm just going to show you really quickly. Mm. It's called Fantasy Hike, and it's a walking app, and it tracks your, you know, how many steps you do in a day, like, you know, the general kind of fitness apps, but the difference is, it's tracking your, how far you're going from the Shire to Mount Doom. It's a Lord (gasps) Lord of the Rings um stepping yeah wow. it tracks your distance every day um it's they'll show you there's this like cool little um you know animation oh, which yeah. you can see oh, yeah. um and it tracks you know you you just take on the on, on the world of of middle earth and everywhere you go it seats you know says how many steps you're doing and there's even a challenger oh who um one of the challengers is called mr underhill which oh, is a yeah, yeah, lord yeah. the rings reference yeah, yeah, yeah. if you know and you know if you know you know and um yeah you're just going through life like normal but every day you can check in and see how how much closer you are to mm. to mount doom so the app is called fantasy hike mm. and i've had it for three days and i'm loving it you know it's a nice little thing at the end of the day to um to just yeah you know i'm pleasantly surprised yeah and and it, and, and it kind of you know it's kind of motivated me to to get out there a bit more and do some more walking so how did you yeah. find out about this i saw it on tiktok wow i saw it on go. tiktok so like the best things in the oh. world that's all it. TikTok. All from TikTok. Yeah. But guys, that is going to be it for this week's episode of Good Morning Suffolk. This podcast is produced by Islet Media and Suffolk News. And we've been your hosts, Sam Harrison. Cameron Reed. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers, guys. Goodbye. Bye.